and it, it, it still goes back to the same thing of the bad guys aren't going to care. Yeah. No. The guns are going to come up through Mexico, down from Canada, across the seas from wherever. Down from Canada? Really? I mean, <laughs> hey, they might, there might be an import-exporter that's like, hey, man, California's having a tough time getting some ammo. So. <laughs> All right, shut up, you idiot. Got it. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of Idiot Friends. I know that last week, what did we talk about last week? Oh, Krampus. Uh, Christmas has come and passed. And um, Santa didn't visit either one of us. Nope, nope, not at all. Yeah. And then, um, so, this week we're going to get into, Troy's been, if you've listened to any of the other episodes, Troy's been taking classes about uh, how to become a gunsmith. And one of the things that he's very passionate about is uh, laws and how that's going to affect everybody else so like i did a i did a your amount of research on this uh <laughs> oh, are we swapping roles now yeah or this week we're swapping roles uh, <laughs> just because it's been busy the um what was it last week the kids were the kids were sick leo threw up at, at the lunch table troy was downstairs in his bed i think like after dinner and threw up off of his bed onto the floor and so you're Troy, not me, Troy. Just want yes. to clear that up for the listeners. Yes. <laughs> um, and then in the middle of the night, my youngest Rosie threw up not directly on me, but on my blanket and then just climbed up next to me and went to sleep. And I didn't find out about it until I woke up in the morning. So there's been that. And then my wife got sick and she's just now getting over it. So it's been a uh, fun filled past week of just, constantly doing laundry and taking care of sick kids wow uh yeah. how are how are you feeling are I'm you good. feeling nauseous no i I pretty much uh self-medicated with canadian mist the entire time and kept my immune system up and running i mean everyone says drinking's bad for you but alcohol kills germs that, I mean, that's what i'm saying that's you, what i'm you, saying you learned that from me i'm guessing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, happy holidays to you um, and to all our listeners. Yes. Uh, New Year's is coming up. Be safe. Don't go out because people are dumb. And 100%. I hate them, I hate them all. <laughs> so coming from the armory dungeon here, which is my yeah. house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no. Uh, like uh, SB was saying, I am going to school to get my associates in science and firearms technology through my upbringing and so on and so forth. I've always been passionate about guns. I've always loved guns. I've always been pro 2A, so on and so forth. So thought we would talk about some of the uh, laws and things that are going up to the Supreme Court and some of the alphabet boys definitions of things uh-huh 
So that way you guys are aware of what's going on with all that stuff. I'm, I'm very passionate about it because this will affect my future career <laughs> very much so. And as a disclaimer, these are my personal opinions and whatever John says are his personal opinions. And if you don't agree with them, then um, I really don't care. Yeah, I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. So, and that's what's great about this country is you have yes. a freedom to speech, freedom to opinion, and a right to bear goddamn arms. <laughs> so, but uh, what did you look up? What, what what did you find in your quick research? Oh Lord, um, let me pull it up real quick. It um, so the the one of the biggest things is like the dumbest gun regulations in the U.S. today. They're talking about how there's 20,000 federal, state, and local gun laws in the United States. And they're basically fall into the federal gun laws, fall into two categories, the 1968 Gun Control Act and the 1934 National Firearm Act. And the like the biggest states that it comprises of is California, Illinois, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and New York. Yep. And yep. Um, one like the first one that's on there is one that we had talked about is the assault weapon ban and why it's dumb it is yes mentally handicapped to be pc <laughs> but so my first beef with all these uh, assault rifle bans and whatnot is the lack of definition of assault rifle and yes. They, they all say, oh, well, automatic rifles. Okay, well, those have been banned since, I believe, the 50s for civilian use. You caught me on that one. I, I don't remember the exact law it was, but yes. Uh, automatic rifles have ban been banned for civilian use for a long time now. Yeah. Now, when I say automatic rifles, Let's, let's get something straight here, okay? Automatic rifles have two sear pins in them. One to catch the bolt, one to catch the hammer. Once the hammer is caught, the one that holds the bolt, so on and so forth, like... Yeah. You pull the trigger, and as long as you hold it, it keeps going. Yeah. All right? Uh, AR-15s or any semi-automatic automatic weapon one trigger pull one boom yeah so let's get that straight up off the line <laughs> uh, but going can't, with you, that, can't you set them up or don't they have like the the pew the triple pew and the full pew okay so yes military guns like the m4 platform so on and so forth yes you okay. have a selector switch uh okay. ak-47s military issue well not our military, but a military. Support. Yes, they all have that giggle switch where you can, they have the selective fire. Not all of them have the burst fire, but they either have semi auto or and full auto. Uh huh. Hence the giggle switch. So you can change it from semi auto, which means one, one trigger pull, one pew. Yeah. Or full auto, where as long as you hold the trigger down, multiple pews. Those are illegal for civilians to own. But don't people still have those, though? You can have them if you have a FFL license beyond a certain 
level. Okay. So like, for example, uh, just off the top of my head, Brandon Herrera, the AK guy, uh-huh. he has a license that he is able to fabricate fully autos for entertainment and educational purposes. Uh. But he cannot sell them other than two people that have said license, so on and so forth. So yes, people still have them and there are some grandfather laws in there, but anyone that has their granddaddy's BAR at this point is a registered antique piece of history piece. They're not going out and hunting with it or anything like that. For sure, for sure. You 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 haven't heard of anyone with their you know, grandpappy's Thompson or whatever going out doing yeah, no. any no anything they're just, they're, yeah no they bring it out to the range or bring it out to the woods just to for like a showpiece exactly just to say that they had it like I I have a M1 carbine and a World War II M1 carbine yeah that I fucking love and i try to shoot and take that thing apart as little as possible just for the lack of parts that you can get oh for sure so on so, so, yeah. on, so forth but it is a showpiece it's something i love to shoot it's something i love to show off um always everyone's like oh i've never heard of the m1 carbine before and i was like hey you seen saving private ryan that's the that's gun that tom sizemore carries you know mm-hmm. it originally was a paratrooper gun and it became more popular than the uh, M1 Garand, which is chambered 30 6 semi-automatic. Are these all like that... French guns? Why are you saying them all weird? Well, because that's how you say his name. Ah, uh, all right. I Everyone think. says Garand, but his yeah. name is actually Garand. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Learn something new every day. Yep. But uh, yeah, they're they're show pieces. They're fun pieces. They're yeah. They're they're cool guns to go out and hold a piece of history. And be like, oh wow, the world's greatest generation, you know, yeah. the greatest generation of all time. Like, use this gun to stop all the badness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going back to the assault rifle thing, um, there there's cases up to the Supreme Court right now. Well, there's one main case up to the Supreme Court, and that's the bump stop band. Okay. And this goes back to the definition of a automatic versus a semi-automatic rifle. The way a bump stock works is as the gun recoils, that bump stock has a spring in it. And as it comes forward, it forces your finger to pull that trigger. So if you squeeze that trigger and you keep pressure on it, as the gun recoils, it comes forward and then fires again. Yeah, so that's like the the belt loop trick on the like the Glock 19s or Glock 17s, where you can put your finger inside your belt loop, and the the recoil from the gun will make it keep shooting. Exactly, but okay. the trigger is actually being released; it, it yeah. is resetting yeah. and then firing again. So, by definition, it is not an assault rifle because each time the gun goes pew, you're having to pull the yeah. trigger again. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But there, it's up to the Supreme Court as a conscious or subconscious trigger point. That's what they're talking about. Going back to thought crimes. If yeah. you're thinking about it, then it's semiotic. If you're not thinking about it, then it's fully auto. So that's okay. 
That's what's going on with that case. And pretty shortly here, depending on the ruling of this case, the new FRTs, the force reset triggers, uh-huh. created by rare breeds where they have a spring in it to kind of do the same thing, but not with the whole bump stock. It just automatically forces that reset on the trigger. Yeah. So if you keep that pressure on, then it will just automatically go. Hmm. Um, that's a newer case. Hasn't gone up to the Supreme Court yet. Probably waiting on what's going to happen with the bump stock because it is, again, that, that thought police thing of are you automatically thinking about pulling the trigger or is it mechanically forcing you to do it? Now, my question is, with the bump stop and the, the FRT, do you, can you just pull it one time and it not go off again? Yes. As long as you take that pressure off the trigger, it's semi-auto all the way. Okay. So, I mean, if you, if you just hold your finger in the same position, it'll keep firing. Yes. If you I mean, keep the pressure on, if you are physically yeah. squeezing, putting whatever pounds of pressure it needs, three or four pounds of pressure, which doesn't sound like a lot, but try lifting three or four pounds with your finger. Yeah, it's like carrying a jug of milk up a flight of stairs with your finger. Yeah. Um, as long as you keep that pressure on there, it will keep firing. But if you just want to shoot it like a semi-auto, then you pull that trigger once and take that pressure off there, it'll only fire once. Now you can you can modify guns to have a different uh pounds for their trigger pull, right? Oh yes, for sure. You can change out the the trigger springs, you can change out the type of trigger you have, you can so I mean you we could just go down into a rabbit hole of if you have a, a hair trigger and as fast as you can move your finger, then that's as fast as the bullets are gonna come out. Yep. So I mean I mean again I by definition one trigger pull, one pew is a semi-automatic rifle. I don't make sense. Or, or semi-automatic, semi-automatic firearm because most handguns nowadays are semi-automatic as well. Semi-automatic as well. Yeah. Uh, all, all your Glocks, all your 1911s, all your SIGs, so on and so forth. Yeah. Unless it's a cylinder re- revolver, yeah. they're all the same. They're all semi-automatic. And hell, even some some revolvers are semi-automatic as well. If they've got a dual-stage trigger that as you pull it back, it cocks the hammer. Yeah. Uh, and then you yeah, hit like a that double wall. Act. It's a double yeah, action. Double action. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So yeah. It seems like they're getting real nitpicky with this shit. Well, they are. And that is the problem. Because you go into the assault rifle bands of like California and stuff, it's they they mark out certain things that make it illegal. For example, uh-huh. pistol grip. What what about the pistol grip? Uh, apparently, that makes it semi. Uh, that makes it an assault rifle. So if your pistol grip is below your trigger, then that makes it a or how do they describe it? The webbing of your thumb and pointing finger, if that's below the trigger or the action of the gun, mm-hmm. that makes it a pistol grip assault rifle. So there is a company now, I forget the name of it, that's 
trying to defeat that by actually putting a little chunk of metal that extends the action for yeah. the fire control group yeah. down just a hair so that way it is above that webbing to that's make it yeah legal legal and, and that's the nitpicky part that really pisses me off because it makes no difference whatsoever literally all they did is extend that down yeah and just made a cover over it well i mean good for them yeah but that, so that's why in california you have to have you know the that stupid shark fin on the back so you can't wrap your thumb around it you the whole detachable magazine thing and yeah, i never really got that because a lot of magazines are detachable that i mean they come out except for like revolvers where you have to put the bullet into the barrel exactly and um that that's one that's up in ninth circuit right now that's getting held to go up to the supreme court depending on and i'm not going to say the names of these cases because yeah. they're like weird ass fucking names and i'm going to mispronounce the hell out of them <laughs> i'm struggling with automatic right now so oh for sure it's because you're, <laughs> you're sober uh yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on that right now yeah I, I poured my first drink for this there you go but uh yeah so the mag capacity is a huge thing detachable undetachable is a major thing as a definition of a semi-automatic for example you have like an over and under shotgun yeah or hell, just even a semi-automatic shotgun that's tube fed. Yeah. Those are not considered assault rifles because there's not a detachable magazine. I mean, yeah. You have to take time to actually load it in. Yeah, but I mean, even so, like even if they, even if they made rifles that way, and I think the, and I'm probably wrong on this, but I think the the Mosin Nagant, you have to top load mm -hmm. yep and do. the magazine isn't detachable because you load it from the top it's an internal box magazine yep yeah and but i mean it, you can still boom 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 yeah so i mean i don't and that's that's the difference that's what they're trying to go for like in california california laws you have to have a pinned uh what is it 10 round magazine you can't even do a break apart so it's like a fixed part of the gun. Yes. The thing that gets me the most about it is the fact that the places with the highest gun controls are the ones that have the most issues. Yes. Exactly. Chicago, California, uh, New York, so on and so forth. Yeah. Because what they don't realize is we've already got 2,000 plus gun laws on the books. Yeah, and, they're, yeah. and they're doing absolutely fucking nothing. You look at places like the bad uh, guys don't care about the laws. Exactly. Yeah. The people that are the people that have these things don't care about the law. It's the, the law abiding citizens that have to take the brunt of this because of the people that don't want to follow the rules. Right. And uh, the way the laws are written now, and especially with this HR one twenty seven that they're debating right now, which I'll get into here in a bit. It makes it very difficult for someone like myself or my father or you or your dad or anyone that shoots and has guns legally 
that are using them to go hunt or go, you know, shoot and so on and so forth. We're not operators. We're not. Yeah. What 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 are those cats called? Boogaloo boys or whatever. Like I have no idea. Running around like we're not the ones causing problems. We're trying yeah. to follow the laws. But with the amount of laws on the books and the definitions in these in these laws, I mean, I don't know how deep into the research you did and like looking this stuff up, but reading the laws, they're confusing as fuck. And well, even me just, going yeah. going to school to become an armor and a gunsmith and you know, firearms technology and whatnot. I'm reading this shit and I'm like, all right, well, hold on. Let me grab this gun and take it apart to see where said sear pin is inside the gun to see if my webbing is below the hand or whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. And that, I mean, there's a, a lot of laws that are like that, that are very ambiguous and left to out in the open. And I'll, I'll revert back to uh, the other episode where, you can't shoot a buffalo out the second, second story, story yeah. of a hotel. Yeah, like yeah. these people who are writing it don't have a clear concept of how they want to actually enforce it. Exactly. And that's the problem because the people that are going to get caught with it are Joe Schmo going to and from, you know, the field hunting yeah. or to and from the shooting range or whatever. Yeah. They get pulled over for a turn light being out or not signaling or something. And, oh, well, you, I see you have a weapon. Let me inspect that weapon. And yeah. next thing you know, you've got a $100,000 fine and... Five years in jail. Yeah. Yeah. At a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's insane. Oh, yeah. And everyone talks about, like, I am all for gun laws and keeping people safe and keeping guns out of the hands of people that should not have them. For example, background checks. I am pro background check. I don't think there's anyone that owns a weapon that's not a known criminal that's not pro background check. Yeah. I, I feel that you submit your paperwork, the FBI does their thing. Okay, you are not a violent criminal. You're not accused of domestic violence. You're, you know, you don't have a history of mental health. Yeah. I am pro that. What I'm not pro is universal background checks. And that is a key term to make it sound like, oh, yeah, background checks for everyone. Yada, yada, yada. It, that's not what the case is. Universal background check is anytime firearms exchange hands uh-huh. there has to be a background check the problem with that is the only way to enforce that is a universal gun registry which is a problem the only countries that have ever had a universal gun registry where you had to register your guns are germany Mm. Venezuela, Russia. You, you see the trend here? I see, I see where you're going, yeah. <laughs> yes. And that becomes a problem. With this new HR 127, which is the big bill that goes up, that it calls for that in there. And in fact, to the point where there is a public website or whatever where you can look and be like, oh, my neighbor has 
this many guns. But how would they how would they go and enforce that? It would be a matter of if like you'd the, have to go door to door. Yes. Hence the joke. I lost all my guns in the boating accident. Yeah. That's like, I'm thinking about it. Like my mom has a, an old 38 special that she's got in her lockbox. And it's like, she might, I mean, she knows she has it, but I mean, like what's the extent of like, why, like, why would, why would she need to declare that she has this? Well, because with that law comes, for example, like me and you, we mm-hmm. go out duck hunting. And you have a problem with your shotgun because you don't ever fucking clean it. Okay. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> but say your, your shotgun jams up and I'm like, oh, hey, man, I got my 20 and my 12. Here, you take the 12, I'll shoot the 20. Yeah. Technically, due to this law, you would have to go through the ATF and the federal government to be like, Hey, no, I'm loaning him this gun. I do remember somebody talking about that. Like that would be like, if if the owner is there, like, even if the owner's not there, like we're not, it it goes as far as ammo too. If you ran out of ammo, there's no way you'd be able to track that. Well, look at California, California right now, you, you have to do a background check to buy ammo and they calculate or they have a, I guess registry for lack of better words of how yes, much ammo they got a spreadsheet. Yeah. They they're fucking excelling it up. Yeah. Of how much ammo and what caliber you buy every year. And there is a limit to what you can buy. That's dumb. It's yeah. And unless you buy a gun in California, every time you buy ammo, you have to do a background check, which is costing you more money because you are paying for said background check. I'd, that's just bananas. It, and it, yeah, it's they're it making goes, it, they're making it so that people don't want to own guns. Is what it is. Like, well, that, if that, if they put enough impl- implications in, normal citizens that follow the rules aren't going to be able to afford nor want, unless you have tons of money like Ted Nugent, to go out and do this type of stuff. But and it it, it still goes back to the same thing of. The bad guys aren't going to care. Yeah. No. The guns are going to come up through Mexico, down from Canada, across the seas from wherever. Down from Canada? Really? I mean, <laughs> hey, they might, there might be an import exporter that's like, hey, man, California's having a tough time getting some ammo. So what do you say, eh? Uh, <laughs> I'm like the Canadian Nicolas Cage, eh? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I bring. I bring guns from a place that's like highly regulated and whatnot. And like, it, you know, bring them to the place that has like the most guns in the world. So like, <laughs> I'm a shitty business person. Eh? <laughs> but yeah, man. That but no, bananas. that's, that, that, that is the thing. It's there. The best way to describe it is if, if you've got a, a little, little cut, little bug bite. Yeah. And you keep picking at it, keep picking at it keep bitching at it and it doesn't seem like it's that bad right it gets worse and it gets mm-hmm. worse and it gets oh, worse yeah. and next thing you know it's infected and you got a big huge wound on your leg and they have to amputate your leg yeah it's what they're doing they're going little by little and just needling it out you know one day they come for your neighbor down the street the next day they come for your neighbor and so on and so forth until 
there's no one left to stop them from coming to you. So that that is the issue. And a lot of these cases with the definition of assault rifle in California, the magazine capacity capacity in California, um, all these ninth ninth circuit cases that are getting pushed up to the Supreme Court are on hold waiting for New York and New Jersey cases. And this one is amazing to me because it goes completely against the Second Amendment. So in New York, you have to show proper cause in order to carry and own a weapon. Okay. okay. And the issue is self-defense is not proper cause. Why would that not be proper cause? Because it's according to the new york new york it's not proper cause now are you talking about for like a concealed carry permit or just to own a gun in general both you have to in order to own a gun you have to show proper cause and then also in order to conceal carry you have to show proper cause so self-defense is not proper cause there's police officers in new york who have been denied concealed carry because it's not proper cause for self-defense. I'm a police officer. I carry on duty. Yeah. I would like to carry off duty in case there's a situation and I need to self-defend or defend someone else. Nope, not proper cause. So this so, is up to so this is by definition completely against the United States Constitution, Second Amendment, saying you have the right to bear arms because self-defense is not a proper cause mm. that's sad and i like i just don't understand how they're getting away with it well that's why it's going up to the supreme court like look at again going back to that i'm going to jump back to california because i've lived there for so long and i'm never going to live there again <laughs> because of all this stuff but uh yeah that's why all this stuff is going up because luckily good folks like myself and you and our listeners are fighting back against it yeah which is good because if we didn't if people didn't write their congressman if they got denied a concealed carry permit because self-defense is not a proper cause and they didn't fight this these cases would never go up and these bullies for lack of better terms yeah would continue to nitpick until next thing you know no one's allowed to have a gun anyway or there's a national registry yeah with an online website that someone could go to and be like oh this person has guns you know who would find that really helpful bad guys criminals yes <laughs> like he's I'm gonna got go a lot sit of outside guns. this person's house for two days <laughs> he doesn't see have their a lot schedule yeah and then go in and luckily for us it's, it's corona and nobody leaves anymore Oh, yeah, yeah. Except for all the peaceful protesters and oh, yeah. people that are stealing under $900 worth of stuff. Oh, and yeah, Lord. It, it is. It, it's a war zone out there these days. And mm -hmm. we need to stand up for our rights. And this entire, the, the, 
the Second Amendment was written because we had just fought a war against a tyrannical government and citizens, not even military, yeah. citizens that had, you know, their their hunting gun yeah. beat the empire at the time. And our forefathers had the foresight and knowledge to go, hey, like everyone's human, even though we're Americans, we're still human. And there's going to be someone that gets in there at some point and become tyrannical. Yeah. And we may have to do the same thing again. The citizens will have to defend themselves. And the problem with that is that there's so much influence on social media that that creates so much division between people that uh, like me personally, I think that it would be hard for everyone to come together to fight for a cause because there's so many people on, on all different sides that the common ground wouldn't be there for like an actual upbring or up, not really uprising or overthrow of the government. But like, I, I feel like there's just too much division. I, I would have to disagree with you. I, 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 I know what you're talking about with media just in general yeah, and the way they portray things. I really don't think everyone is, is as divided as you think. You have your extremists on your left. You have your extremists yeah. on your right. And that is all you hear from, just the extremists. I think most people are pretty centered, are pretty centrist. Yeah. Like you may be for abortion, you may not be for abortion. But at the same time, you still want minimal government, you want, you know, lower taxes, you know, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But all you hear about is this extreme and this extreme. And then there's very few issues in the center that are. Yeah, there's no real center media. There there is not. Nowadays, no. Yeah. I mean, you can claim that, you know, BBC or whatever, but even they're leftists and you can claim that Fox is, but they're right. You oh, know? oh, yeah. You can definitely, like you, you can go from MSNBC to Fox to CNN to uh, BBC and they're all, they all have the same stories, but they're, they have different views. Right. And, and what they choose to cover and not to cover are major issues. Like you look at the Kyle Rittenhouse trial from, you know, CNN and Fox. Mm-hmm. And it was just like two Fox completely is different like, storylines. Yeah. Fox is like, yeah, this, this was in the bag. Like, there's no way that this kid would be found guilty of this stuff. And then you look at CNN and you look at their coverage of it and they're like, what the hell was the jury thinking? Like, it was blatantly obvious this kid yeah. was guilty. I'm, I'm glad he was found not guilty because all the evidence that I saw. And again, one man's opinion. Yeah, I do watch CNN, MSNBC, Fox, OAN. Like I, I do the gambit because yeah. I am not a sheep and don't just watch one. And I form my own opinion. Oh yeah, there's shit that Fox says where I go like, "All right, guys, calm the out fuck there. down." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's shit that CNN, I go, "All right, guys, calm the fuck down." Yeah. And then there's parts where I agree with both of them. So. Do yourself a favor and form your own opinion. Oh, Listen yeah. to both sides of the story. Form your own opinion. Do your own research. Or don't do any. Just not listen to anything. Exactly. 
I wouldn't recommend that with everything going on in the world, but you know, I mean, that's one way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- those are my feelings on the gun laws coming out and stuff. There, there's some very extreme things out there that are very against two A, and I am not one of those people that's out there going like, we're going to have to fight the government. Da, da, da. I fucking work for the government. You work for the government. Yeah. I've said an oath, but at the same time, I enjoy my gun. I enjoy going hunting. I enjoy yeah. going shooting. I enjoy working on them. I enjoy modifying them. So on and so forth. And if the time comes and the single mom across the street with her three kids, something happens. I will be happy to run across the street and help. Yeah. But you're in a state where you can do that though. Yeah. Uh, yes, for sure. Yeah. I am again, not moving to California, back to California <laughs> if I can help it. Yeah. Um, and if I do so, I will do so legally. <laughs> Nor will I ever move to New York. And if I do so, I will do so legally 100 percent. gotta follow the rules exactly but that's why they're there yes as little sense as some of them make i will follow the rules one thing like one thing that i saw was the micro etching that they were trying to do for all the not the hammer the firing pin have the micro etching so that you could see which gun was fired from the bullet but i mean and i started thinking about it I was like, what good is that going to do? Without a registry. No, not even that. Like, if you just pick up your brass, or if you just put a one-gallon garbage, like, Ziploc bag over your gun and then shoot it, and the brass never goes anywhere, like, your micro-etching is now null and void. Facts. That is true. (laughs) Not everyone is a ranger sniper or seal sniper or anything that know to pick up their brass but on top of that again in order for that would work you'd have to have a national registry yeah and universal background checks in order for that to work and then you're also jacking up the price of firearms and stuff too because as a metal worker you know to do micro etching and for those that don't know micro etching is on the the firing pin they Which will is, engrave a special design or a number or whatever yeah and it's super small but when that firing pin hits the primer on the brass it would it leave a, leaves, it would leave your serial number yeah it leaves an indention so on that indention will be a very small serial number symbol whatever you know those had uh, serial numbers nazis <laughs> <laughs> well that that's one of the arguments that cracks me up is everyone's like, well, you know, Hitler didn't start a registration. It's like, no, but he used the one that was already in place. Yeah. So on and so forth. So like kind of the same thing, just because they start it doesn't mean it's not going to be used in the future. Yeah. And again, I don't like the fact that with this HR 127, it is public knowledge. Like shit, even even pedophiles and whatnot don't even get that. Yeah. Like you have so, to go in, yeah. It it is not a 
good time for that to be passed. Yeah. And I think that even in California, the dumb rules about the background checks for the ammunition and the um, definition of a assault rifle is all bullshit because a scary gun just because it's got polymer on it or a rail on it or anything like that is a bullshit excuse the semi-automatic thing most guns these days are semi-automatic hell our duck guns are semi-automatic oh yeah all handguns for the most part are semi-automatic it is it's gonna turn into the wild wild west is what it's gonna do Fucking, let's do it. Wait, wait, wait. Let me save. Let, let me save up some money so I can, you know, get get like a full kit, like with the the bandoliers, the helmet, and <laughs> all that stuff. Oh, let, let me get a machine shop so I can turn some of these beasts into. Uh, so they can have a giggle switch. Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> Government that is listening. That was a joke. I. I am not capable of turning any of my weapons into fully auto weapons. But it's actually a true story. I can't. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, those are my feelings on the, the two-way issue. Yeah, I, I feel that we should be allowed to have, this is where I'm getting extreme, we should be able to have fully automatics, so on and so forth. Yeah, and what we need to do is crack down on criminals and not on law-abiding citizens. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be the biggest thing. But I mean, then I mean that's a whole different debacle that you got to tackle on that one. Well, I mean, look what they did with the uh, drugs and murder. They made yeah. that illegal, and all that stuff stopped. Yes, it has stopped one hundred percent. Do I sense a bit of sarcasm coming from you? I would hope so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. But yeah, no, it's people. There's always going to be bad people out there. And unless you have enough good people to enforce the laws and you can pay them a wage that is acceptable for them to put their life on the line and do the things that you want them to enforce, like there's always going to be some type of issue. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, look at, london who has now a or i think all of england or whatever has that firearm ban so on and so forth again it's that needling away because now they're doing bans on knives because knife violence went up yeah i mean next thing you know they're gonna be putting bans on spoons and forks and all that stuff because well you know what they say are, what's that you know what they say? spooning leads to forking like an idiot uh, <laughs> yeah no it bad people are going to do bad things yeah. good people if you allow them to have the tools will do good, good. yeah i was going to go somewhere with that but then it slipped my mind i'm way too sober <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing math all day i've, I've started my ballistics issue of it so i've been making dope cards for the the different firearms i have oh nice so and then i'm waiting for the swat department to get back to me because i have to interview someone and apparently they got a swat sniper that i get to talk to that should be fun at least you're not being interviewed by the swat that would be bad 
Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> I, I don't think SWAT does a whole lot of interviews, though. <laughs> I mean, but depends, I, I feel, I feel depends so on what bad. type of interview you're doing. <laughs> I feel so bad for this guy because, like, I've got questions I want to ask him, but yet I have, like, a set, like, questions I have to ask, and he's going to be like, really? You should start with yours first and then just sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle in your, uh, your classic uh, questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What effect does trajectory have on accuracy? Well, are, are you kidding me? <laughs> is Earth flat around? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you think I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, man. Hey, uh, for the listeners out there, write your congressman. If you feel that these laws should not be passed, make your voice heard, be respectful, be polite. And for those that agree with all these laws and whatnot, um, have your opinion. It's what makes America great. And if you have angry comments or whatever, send them to John (laughs) and we will address them. Or hell, if you are pro changing all this stuff and you'd like to debate, that would be a fun episode. I'll debate anyone on this shit. Yeah, that that would be something fun to do. Yeah. If uh, any of you are looking for further information, uh, up on YouTube, uh, Armed Scholar, he's a lawyer that follows these Supreme Court cases very closely, so on and so forth, where I get most of my information from. Uh, he's, he's really good. Listen to him. He goes kind of step by step by what the courts are doing with each case. Um, Colin Noir is another good one to check out. He's a lawyer as well and he kind of does the same thing but he also does gun reviews so on and so forth and then i wouldn't go to the nra to listen to this stuff because nra is having their own issues at the moment but yeah no do your own research form your own opinion we uh know very little about everything and everything about nothing 100 percent. and we're solving the world's (laughs) issues yeah (laughs) One gun at a time. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. All right, buddy. I love I'll you. you. Love uh, you too. Tell your family. Tell your family. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, to everyone out there. And I hope everyone's feeling good and staying safe and kicking ass and chewing bubble gums and taking names. Yeah, and we'll see you next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're starting the dad jokes already. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Later, Wait man. for that New Year's Eve text. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. It's going to be a while. I'll talk to you next year. <laughs> All right. <laughs>